binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Finally. We're finally doing Duende after it won the vote a month ago. <laughs> wow, it won the vote a whole year ago. Yep, <laughs> last year we promised we would do Duende, and yep. we're finally getting to it. Yep, because I finally, finally knocked out all the research, which, surprisingly, it wasn't in any of my books, which means it wasn't in the Book of Imaginary Beings, which I really thought it would be. Yeah, I also thought I saw it in there. I know. Uh, I guess color me surprised. I mean, I double checked last night, but maybe I should have triple checked. No, you probably sure right. it's not in there. Borges is more literary literature than literary. Uh, one this, thing those are, these are literary critics. Uh, one thing that made uh, the duende a little harder to research is there is an art term called the duende. Really? Which it's like just ha- looking at art and feeling like a sense of awe and stuff is the duende. Wow. And it's I, usually I the duende. It's usually <laughs> associated with a flamenco really it's real weird i wanted i was gonna write a bunch more like tack on all the art duende stuff to the end but that's uh, so interesting yeah yeah the cousin of stenhall syndrome oh uh, i was told <laughs> to, yeah i was told to check the mailbox before voicemail that was like opening check the mailbox i will tell you one more time check the mailbox i'm using a voice decoder You'll never know who I am. <laughs> oh, man. That's good times. Uh, let's yeah, well, see. It looks like there's nothing there. I guess uh, Maha just fucking lied to us. Wow. Well, he told him. What he- if it was. What if this is a complex false flag where maybe another super fan faked a message from Maha? <laughs> Someone hacked Maha's account to make Maha look bad. Someone just hacked Maha. I guess so. Oh, yeah. And this is episode's all for him, too, because. And he's not even here. He asked people to uh, throw away their votes to get him uh, the Duende. That's so funny. All right, pack it in, gang. That was the episode. Yay. <laughs> Plug him in. Right, well, we'll see you later. Oh, fuck. I don't, you got, any, I don't have any. Okay, uh, I'll go twice. Uh, one, our episode on the Duende. That was a great one. You did it, Garrett. <laughs> tireless work. Thank you. I know it was uh, a year ago, but it was a great episode. <laughs> uh, Where were you when the Duende <laughs> failed? But uh, the Spanish term duende originated as a, con- a contraction of the phrase dueño de casa, or duen de casa, which means possessor of a house. Oh, okay. It's like a realtor. <laughs> I don't think the real, like the... Marcula. Someone else owns the house. It's not a realtor. Marcula, the original duende. <laughs> yeah, Marcula's a duende. Uh, I know. <laughs> don't, don't you, you think, think I, I know that? <laughs> <laughs> They're just a bunch of kids. <laughs> uh, the... It's like one guy. <laughs> what did you do to my house? <laughs> uh, the duende was originally conceptualized as a mischievous spirit inhabiting a house. Sometimes it's used as a generic term like goblin. But now there are over 20 different regional versions of the duende. <laughs> so he's branching out. He's got You can get your own Duende franchise. Yeah, you can get a Galarian Duende or an Alolan oh, no. Duende. Oh, okay. All right. I'm interested in the Alolan Duende because he's, you know, going to be like a grass lightning type. Uh, more like a dirt type. herbs and spices. Well, I mean, dirt. if he's like Alolan, he's like, yeah, I'm not literally the opposite. But, you know, my assumption is, wait, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. No, Duende wouldn't normally be flying. I don't know what Duende. You know, let's we'll get to that. I'll come. I'll circle back around to this. All well, of your official Duende Pokemon typing. If it's anything like Impidimp in Gal- <laughs> the Galarian region, uh, it'd be a Dark Fairy type. Okay. Wait. Is Impidimp the one that evolves into Grimmsnarl? Yes. Into okay, Boy Bayonetta. Right. Okay, yes, the Mojo Jojo, the yeah. the Gendi Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Are we at the point where the impotence is a pun now in Pokemon? <laughs> Did <laughs> I hear li- that right? Literally missing, no? Like, we couldn't figure it out. It was our new Pokemon, uh, Impidimp. I think that's great. Yeah, uh, Spanish folklore is rich in tales and legends of various types of duende. Or duendes. Oh, that's the plural. I guess. I also right, saw duendai, but I think duende mm. could also be plural for duende. I mean, I honestly, yeah, it. Uh, I'd go with either. So, we're gonna knock out all the Spanish ones first. Uh, this okay. is basically a grab bag or list episode of Duendes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and the first one is three separate ones. So nice. Indeed. It's, I like that it's both a specialized and a grab bag episode. Uh, the uh, Anjana or the Jonas or the Zanas, all three of those. It's Anjana in uh, Cantabria. Jonas in Castile and Leon, and Xanus in Asturias. Their duende are these duende are similar to the nymph. They're described as extremely powerful beings with long, flowing hair that they comb daily for long hours. Whoa! <laughs> and Janas clothe themselves with dresses made up of are made up of stars or stardust, and wear fabulous pearls. Holy moly! They're known to wear floral crowns and walk with floral staffs. Or staves. <laughs> While combing their hair? And long, like they these... do it for long hours, so probably. I want I mean, multitasking. Dude, these guys are like basically like Celtic fairies. Yeah, that, uh, the more we stay in Spain, the more that's just true. And then the further away from Spain, the, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> the more ludicrous they become. <laughs> but also, still kind of the same. It, well, you know, there's some, some of like the constants, right? That they're like some kind of like nature spirit. So like you're always going to have sort of that mystical like spirit realm element to it they're both like either they're either a nature spirit or a home spirit or both interesting well when the world's your home you just comb around all day (sighs) quick question though how Mm. do they feel about the coming birth of our lord and savior you know what oh that's true they are spanish they're also in spain right they're also in spain what did they do? Did they hold up their oldest, most blind guy? And he was like, hey, guess what? Uh, I was just a passerby. He's coming. I got to get <laughs> out of here. It was just some old guy. It wasn't even one of them. I don't I know. thought okay. he was like, the oldest and blindest of them. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, too. I thought no. it was like they found the one. They couldn't look because it hurt their eyes. They're like, wait, let's find the oldest and blindest among us. He can yeah. look because he's blind. Uh, you got the that's first part thought. right. And then they found, there was, just happened to be an old blind guy. It <laughs> oh, wasn't a no, giant. No. It was just a wow, dude. Okay. okay, I take it back. I thought they were pragmatic and I liked them. Now I don't like this. <laughs> so it was just these. a random guy that was like, I've seen Jesus is coming. I'm good. <laughs> yeah so oh, kill he... me now <laughs> oh my okay goodness. uh depending on the region ajana yeah, go back to the last episode guys sorry detour <laughs> that's listeners. like two episodes ago it's the yeah. last one it's the new year that's my i resolution. was over a year ago that we did this that episode wow so. we did that a whole decade ago <laughs> <laughs> at the turning of the last millennium yes i'm gonna blame y2k because i don't remember already um but wouldn't it be great i'm just this is this is totally decor wouldn't it be great <laughs> right now 
if we just had like another Y2K. <laughs> I was just on, just on top it. of everything else. Just on top of everything else. It's like Y2's coming and it's real this time. <laughs> and this time it doesn't make sense because there's no 999 for t- <laughs> right. It just it goes from 20 like it goes from <laughs> January 5th, 2021 to 000 and everything explodes. Well, it's it's all those memes where it's like 11:59 p.m. Yeah. January 2021 and it clicks over to 11:60 p.m. Oh no! Uh, Twenty twenty and Knuckles, <laughs> featuring Dante from Devil May Cry series. So depending See, I on couldn't handle that crossover, so I unplugged all my electronics just in case. That's a good move. Depending on the region, Adonis may be uh un or Adonis may be usually small in size. It might have meant unusually, but um, not much larger than a flower. Okay. But may change their size to be as large as mortal humans or even taller. Oh, they'd be like a regular 5'8 giant. <laughs> I'd like to think you line up everyone in town and you have it like, okay, <laughs> turn into, like, match his height. Match his height. I can't match that guy's height. Why not? I'm mortal. Not mortal. <laughs> oh, no. Get the Highlander. That's how you find Highlander. Exactly. It's your Highlander detector. <laughs> It's a lineup. Literally everyone in town. And in other regions, they're just as tall as humans always. Okay. They are said to live in fountains, springs, rivers, ponds, lakes, and caves, and come out only at night when humans are sleeping. Their homes are said to hold bountiful treasures that they protect and may use to help those (laughs) that truly need them. Ajanas are never malignant, but always benign. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a welcome change. And they bless the waters, the trees, the farms, and herds. It is said that a man that finds an Ajana brushing her hair can marry her and take possession of her bountiful treasures. However, if the man is unfaithful, she will disappear forever with all her treasure, and the man shall remain destitute for the rest of his life. Cool. Wow. It's great to know that the medieval Spanish also had more... <laughs> You are not the Janda. Right, we found out he cheated, and she's like, well, goodbye. Out of there. You said these things, they bless the waters? Yep. Is there an African Janus? Can it? Well, Can it... <laughs> uh, there is a Duende that is slightly related to Africa just because it's in Belize. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it blesses the rain. No, this one doesn't. That one oh. does not. That one eats fingers. <laughs> <laughs> It's about as far from blessing the rain. I'll I'll allow the it. Opposite I'm, end. No, no, it, it it's the same. All right, on um, to our cursing the rain. On to our next one, the Apa Bardu. In the lakes of some Samiedo, locals say there lives a kind of mountain duende. Apa Bardu may translate to duende of the mountain or the lake. On to the All next right. one. <laughs> Oh, whoa, okay. whoa, no, no, no brushing on this? No, no, nothing. Some of them are highly detailed, and some of them are like, there's a mountain duende. Its name Does means lake, mountain duende. Does the lake water taste funny? It was, it's one of those, oh yeah, we have one of those here too. We call it the mountain duende. Yep. Uh, on to the bus gozos. Okay. Also known as the mus gozos. They are tall, okay. bearded duende, dressed in moss and leaves. They play sad songs on their flutes to help guide shepherds through forests. They are compassionate and hardworking. They will repair the barns and homes of humans that have collapsed due to the weather. I like these guys. These guys sound cool. Yeah, on to the next one. <laughs> well, I, I want to okay. know about the beards. <laughs> and all the, the, they they have, they're tall bearded duende. That's all it says. 
You got to pair right. them up. You got to pair the bearded, the bearded Duende with the brushing, the brushing water Duende. Exactly. The Anos, mischievous Duende that adopt the figure of horses, cows, rams, and any other domestic animals, even we got a human baby. Oh no! They are active during the night, scaring those who walk at odd hours and disorients peasants searching for their lost cattle. They annoy the miller who mill in the moonlight and mock waiters who return home late from parties. Among its most common antics is... <laughs> Please become Tiny Horse. Please become Tiny Horse. Please become Tiny Horse and Drown a Guy. Lil Sebastian. Is that of the White Donkey? No! <laughs> <laughs> It's it's begun. That offers itself as a mount to the walker. Yes! You're so close. <laughs> and <laughs> that once mounted grows and grows incessantly. Oh no. Uh, Dianos are said to turn into a horse that after a hellish gallop returns the rider to the same place which it started. Oh, wow. <laughs> so cool. Wow. As cold and wet goats... They mock the benefactor that brings them home to dry and warm up close to a fire. Wait, like, ha, joke's on you. We got wet and transformed and you brought us home. They're just like, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Why would you bring goats to a fire? You thought you... I was a cold, wet goat. <laughs> Turns out I'm a spirit being. Check it out. You're also back where you started. You got duended. They may turn into a black dog that chases a walker or turn into a toad that runs faster than horses. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I'm liking these. Dem- that's some that's some Dragon Ball Z snake way frog business there. They love to turn into babies that play naked in the snow. Wow. They may also cause. <laughs> they may also be the cause of endless noises, mysterious lights, and other disturbing phenomena that frighten the Nightwalker. Okay, I'm into this. Uh, I don't like how they pick on me. What, you're not drunk, it's fine. Uh, active during the night at those who walk at odd hours. Oh, I thought it was just wasted people. <laughs> also, what, you don't want to get on a horse and it becomes giant? No, that, uh, a <laughs> white donkey. Incessantly large donkey. A white donkey. A white donkey that becomes incessantly huge. Think of how great that'd be. It just takes one step and you're you're where you gotta go. But then I it just brings me back to where I started as no, a faster no. horse. But that's the whole thing. It's it's the destination and the journey. And then I wow. just keep walking, and then I find a wet goat. You're like, you know, wet goat, you're a wet goat. Come home with me. And he's like, LOL, okay. On to the Ananos. Okay. It means dwarf in English. They're diminutive okay. beings that toil, at, that toil night and day through the forests, guard the immense riches that the subterranean world hides, and mockingly tempt the greed of peasants by offering him gold combs, bags full of silver, uh, which later become piles of withered fern leaves and white pebbles. Dick dwarves. Oh, Indeed. It's not very fun. No, yeah, they're no, not. I was all excited cool about mule. getting pranked by a white donkey, and this guy's just going to steal all my stuff. Man. I can take getting mocked by wet What goats. was it, Tommy and the cool yeah, mule? the cool or... mule. Yes. Yeah. Either way. Stars <laughs> Maybe, <ice tea>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Tommy. On I to think so as well. on to the elfos. Oh my god! It means elf in elves in English. Oh. and are probably not pre-Roman mythological beings of the Iberian Peninsula, but instead were brought in by Germanic tribes that settled into Spain during the Roman period and after the fall of Rome. 
Yeah, no, that's that sounds accurate. The oldest mention of elfos are in the famous Cantar uh, de Mio Cid, a medieval tale of a Castilian knight named Rodrigo Diaz de Vivar, known <laughs> yeah. best as El Cid. El Cid, yep. Uh, elfos have a <laughs> elfos have a very similar ca- characteristics to the Ajanas, and were most likely readily taken up by locals as such. Wow! Now to the Hadas. Or... In Mexico, there was these toys the elfos my mom told me about, and they're like possessed. You hold them, and they walk like a human being. Like by you, that, I mean an elf. <laughs> like you, you hold it how you like, like hold his hands, and it starts walking. I'm gonna, go- I'm gonna Google possessed elfos. Elfos possessed toy before the trolls. So on to the hadas, which means fate in Catalan. And what was it? Hadas, which ah, means okay. fates in Catalan. Okay. Uh, or fades in Galician Portuguese. Okay. They are Hispanicized Roman fatas, feminine plural of fatum. So the fates, the fatum in Roman times were personify personifications of destiny. Hadas, however, have changed meaning. <laughs> Changed in meaning and are more akin to the Ajanas, or used as a general word to destric- uh, describe all sorts of mythological beings, not only duendes but also ogres, sirenas, and others uh, similar to fairies in English. I see. Huh. And then we're on to nomos. They're just gnomes. Uh, in English, it means no. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I thought so. That was the best part on the wiki page for this, because it just had a link to gnomes. It just redirects to gnomes, like, oh no. Everything else had a thing, and this one just redirects to gnomes. So, I'm going to redirect you to our gnomes episode. <laughs> nice. Which is still, I think, my favorite episode we've done. <laughs> gnomes. Now, Nuberos. They may be good or malignant uh, cloud duendes. Uh-oh. That atmospheric beasts <laughs> that are said to have the ability to make it rain, hail, and snow. The bells oh, of <laughs> the bells of villages, the bells of villages and towns can conjure new barrows with the sad song of the Tente Nu, which I tried to look up. I looked it up, tried to see if it was on YouTube. Then I just plain Googled it, and when I Googled it, the first result for a uh, song of the t- of Tente Nu, the first result was all forty-one songs from the Hot Tub Time Machine soundtrack. Wow. So they blessed the rains of the hot tub. <laughs> I guess so, with the, the friggin' Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. Uh, Nuberos are not to be confused with the Nubero, which is an old pre Christian god of the sky whose depiction matches, matches closely with that of Gandalf the Grey. Nice. I like that. Is that why they called him Gandalf Stormcrow? I guess. Alright. Does that make his horse Shadowfax a. <laughs> <laughs> that white, white horse donkey <laughs> grows and grows incessantly. Only a wizard can handle the, the speeds at which that horse can run. I guess and by that's horse true. we mean toad. <laughs> <laughs> there were oh. some translational errors in Lord of the Rings. Ten. Uh, now we're on to the Tenteruju. They are small, malignant duendes that dress in red and turn obedient and good children into bad and disobedient ones. <laughs> cool. They do so using the secret powers of the mandrakes, a magical plant whose roots look like humans. Okay. What about their friend, the human being, uh, Joe Camel? <laughs> and his his other horse from the Apocalypse Spuds, Mackenzie. I, I honestly, God, I thought you were going to ask about the boy Drake of Drake and Josh. That too. He <laughs> corrupts know. children. They're no one's as friends. Oppo- as opposed to the man Drake, you know. And now we're on the Troscos. They're among the most hated. They are mischievous creatures 
They love to enter people's homes through chimneys and live within the hidden spaces of a home. They move things around or right or straight up steal things from the homes they inhabit so they are lost forever. Wow. <laughs> Never to be found by the humans who own them. They love to climb up trees and throw pebbles, seeds, and branches at people. Cool. Well, I can get behind that. I like it starts real small and then a whole fucking tree branch. Right. <laughs> uh, that's when uh, you know, you you've had enough. They may turn good boys into mischievous ones. If the boy is not property properly raised, they may even become Throscos themselves. Whoa. Mm. It's like the gateway Wendy. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, we got a class nine gateway Wendy here. <laughs> like, oh no. On to the Trostolilos. <laughs> Trostolilos are small duende that live in the dwellings of man. They make wheat flour in <laughs> they make wheat flour in troughs bloom back into wheat, forcing farmers to re-mill them into flour. They love to drink milk and will drink all the stores of milk. <laughs> oh my god. They will also open windows during windy storms and cause stews to overcook and burn. No. They will apologize for the damage they have done, but cannot help themselves and will do it again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I might be related to one of these Troscos, honestly. That's the Trostolilos. Oh, sorry, Trostolilos, excuse me. This is Now we're on to the Trentus. But wait, do they eat what they destroy? Or um, they just do it for, for the fun? I think they just drink the milk and they just don't eat the burned stew. <laughs> just no one wins. Yep. Cool. I also like it. Trentus. It's a very shake move. They are small duende. <laughs> Uh, either made up of or clothed in leaves, moss, roots, and twigs. Okay. Uh, they are said to live in thick hedges and love playing pranks on people. They are known to pull down the skirts of women and pinch them in their buttocks. <laughs> in, I'm sorry, in their what? Can, their, I, can I get that a second? I don't know if I can say it that wrong again. Uh, in their buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is a purposeful <laughs> I also, artistic... But... Uh, usage of the word but I, I legit thought it was a bit. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, I, it, I wanted it to be, but I don't think I can repeat it. So <laughs> it was. A, it was a bit gone too far. Yep. So so they dress up like shrubs and just pinch your buttocks. Yep. Uh, or are sometimes shrubs apparently. Yeah. Wow. And now the tron. I can't do. Uh, Tronates. I can't do. Uh, it translates What's to the, the word you said weird one time. You said. <laughs> A lot of them? No, there was one that was really weird, and we didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, you guys did. It's on recording still. Um, <laughs> oh. I don't remember, <laughs> but it was a so, real simple word. So with a D, and it was crazy. Denotes. Maybe, I'm maybe that's believe you. Was. It was denotes. Maybe. I always, I always feel bad because, like, I don't want to. I don't like if it was just in person. This. I'll call it out, but like in, like on the thing, I don't know. I don't want. I don't know if I want that in the public. I'll just let people think it's a bit. Um, uh, these duendes, the uh, Tronites, uh, translates to thunders. These duendes have the ability to make thunder and lightning. So Thor duende. Ah, oh, halfway done, and we're wow. not out of Spain yet. We haven't even left Spain. We can just skip to the finger chopping. I think that's what the people are here for. Uh, Ventolines are good fairy-like duendes with large green wings. They live on the ocean and help old fishermen to row their boats at sea. Oh wow, these are nice guys. And now, Castilian duendes. Uh, they're more the same when it comes to just being a blanket term for 
got like monster goblin whatever okay but we do get one super great thing here uh the the castilian duendes have a very particular look and they are engraved in some of goya's capriccios they're big-headed dwarves (laughs) they're represented just as big heads in festivals (laughs) they have huge hands and usually uh in a franciscan habit (laughs) They make okay. uh, they make noise in cupboards and they move and uh, lose objects. If you're not looking at them, if you can't see them, they're gonna play a cruel joke on you. But look up a uh, Goya's duende. You know, I was gonna say, knowing Goya, I may have just thought it was the normal caricature. Yeah, it's the guys who look like gnomes but with hideous hands and faces. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, no, that is that is a beast. Yeah, they're great. And look at this one here, which looks like he slapped a couple of people. That's right, get slapped. And now we're on to Portugal. The word duende is used in Portuguese folklore, being used to describe beings of a small stature wearing big hats, whistling a mystical song while walking in the forest. Using their talent, they are believed to lure young girls and boys into the forest, causing them to lose their way home. And then they eat them? No, and then we're on to Latin America. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just a li- okay. they're just vaguely mysterious. Yep. Uh, I had trouble like during Latin America... Because every bit of like information I found seemed to contradict every other bit of information I found. I like okay. this. Um, it's a path of only forks, and each one hurts to step on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did this the best I could. According to legend, this elf-like creature either dwelled in the forest or lived inside children's bedroom walls. It is said that whether <laughs> when the opportunity arrives, El Duende will lead children deep into the forest to his cave, or will come out of the walls to clumsily clip a sleeping child's toenail, most often taking the entire toe off. Oh! But the clumsily, like it stumbles out of the just drunk, like, all right, let's clip those toenails. Ah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. I would be freaked out if my parents told me this really. All right, I go to bed. The duende might stumble drunkenly out of the wall and cut your toe off. <laughs> My duende doesn't I mean, mean to. It's an accident. They're just trying to clip your toenail. Uh, wow. But the same entity that is viewed as evil or mischievous by some is considered a good spirit who protects lost hikers and children in the forest. It's because there's no walls for him to stumble out of. It's like, hey, 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 hey. Go this way. It'll get you home. He means so, well. He just has really bad depth perception. Now He's got we good get, directions. Now we get to something else it's still in latin america we now stay in the same place and talk about the tata duende a powerful spirit that protects animals and the jungle the name tata duende comes from the yucatec maya word tata meaning grandfather or old and the word duende from spanish meaning the possessor of the house it's the old grandfather who possesses the house the Tata Duende is a famous uh, folklore common in the Maya culture and the Mazito culture. Mestizo. Mestizo. According to different stories, the Tata Duende is well known for luring children to the jungle. Therefore, the Tata Duende has been used to scare children into behaving. Farmers would blame the Tata Duende if weird things happened on the farm. Like, if like it was common to see a horse's mane braided and it is claimed that these braids would be difficult to loose yeah. so it had to be cut that's weird the true origin it's a rash of ponytails ponies having their tails braided not too long ago wow the true origin of the tata duende seems to be more seems to be quite unclear however the term tata duende seems to have been coined in belize folklore 
a Belizean folklore between the Yucatec Maya and the Belize. The Tata Duende is seen as a good Maya guardian. Spirit of the forest, Yucatec Maya of Belize continue giving offerings to the Tata Duende for protection and for their help. The Tata Duende was about three feet tall and wore a wide-brimmed hat. Sometimes he wore a red hat and animal skin for clothing. He is also described as having his feet pointed backwards and his thumbs missing. Nice. Backwards feet. That sounds familiar. Didn't we do something like that? There, the yeah. Unabomber. No, uh, it was on episode 69, I think. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, the Chirel has backwards feet. That's right. Yes. Uh, parents would tell their children that if they ever came across the creature, to hide their thumbs, or the Duende would bite, the, <laughs> bite it off. <laughs> wow. Some stories of people who have encountered the Tata Duende say that they could recognize him because of his distinct whistle. Others say he smokes cigars and plays the guitar. <laughs> nice. He's like, what, Duende? No, nah, he, he, I saw him with a cigar down on 4th Avenue. And in and he's uh, playing the guitar on the corner. In South America, it a lot of cryptozoologists think that there's a little cryptid boy down there that is the Duende. Uh, Monster Quest, no, Destination Truth went down there to do an episode. And they're like, it's a spider monkey. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, my my guess would be like, yeah, some sort of like primate. Yeah, but I don't so the spider monkeys smoking cigars, <clears throat> playing guitars, and wrecking your thumbs. And I now, mean, alternatively, sloth. Oh, I guess, but they're so slow moving that they. I mean, okay, that's true, but like sloth appear to not have thumbs. That's all. And they're regal, and they can Friends bite those animals. motherfuckers right off. So that looks like a grub chomp. <laughs> can we get that on the soundboard yeah i'll add that Chomp. now we get to what maha has been waiting for and i have a little sound clip to play as a lead-in to the filipino duende which is spelled with a w instead of a u watch where you step in because i am a duende i also go by elf dwarf goblin duende. you probably have heard of us in stories from your nana of how we put our curse on you if you don't give us a lie we come in many colors black white red and green but unless you have a third eye then we are never seen we are magical and powerful mischievous and lovable and say dabby dabby ball while passing by our mom yes so according to filipino lore uh, mounds of soil or anthills are not just nests for insects, like termites or ants. They are the home of the Duende. In more modern times, they are said to reside in homes or mounds in forests or place with many trees. When wandering through an area where a Duende dwells, people say Tabi Tabipo, uh, Tabi Tabi Tabo Nuno, which means, pardon me, little people. Good to know. To say to our, like, 5'2 friends. <laughs> They're almost yeah. giants. You know, it's half a <laughs> They're foot. Right. They're pretty close. In order to prevent their wrath. Okay. They're either... So this is the Bagel Boss guy. Is that what happened? <laughs> the Bagel Boss? Do you not know about Bagel Boss? <laughs> oh. No. He's like... Who is the Bagel Boss? Uh, no. He's just <laughs> a... a like, whole thing. He, he's a angry, like, dude in uh, in New York. He flipped out at a store called okay. Bagel Boss. It's a whole thing, yeah. but he hates that women hate him for being short. Yeah. And they got a very tall lady to interview, and he's very mad about it. <laughs> look up oh, Bagel man. Boss when you have time. I, I will look it's, into it's Bagel Boss. It's quite a sad downfall. It was, it was a very quick downfall. Oh, man. He's probably an anti-masker. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I can't like disparage. The, I don't know. Is this like the guy, that uh, the trumpet fight guy? Uh, no, he, he's cool. I like him. It is. He introduced Bob Dylan. <laughs> and you've done nothing. What the fuck have you done? What have you done? Who are we're you? Not, we're not doing nothing. this. Nothing. <laughs> Go home and practice. 
You're terrible. <laughs> You're worthless. That's not music. A real artist has respect for the silence. Yeah. But then he probably hates John Cage too. So whatever, tiny man. I that was rude. I can't say that on air. It's too late. But yeah, uh, he he's great. Bagel Boss. I don't know. Uh, so they're either categorized as good or evil depending on their color. Uh, usually white or black, respectively. Okay. But sometimes I they can be. Bagel Boss is wearing a black shirt, and he was wearing a white shirt. <laughs> uh, and uh, are often said to play with children who are more capable than adults of seeing them. Duende have evolved into a less frightening incarnation over many years, but there are old tales of Duende who would steal children and eat their bowels. Wow. And the internet is not a very good source of information on things like this, because from what well, I can tell... you have to ask your grandma. Exactly. Uh, from what I can tell, it from all of the Filipino creatures we've researched it really varies on like it can vary wildly from just town like village to village or town to town yeah i get the feeling that due to or family to substantial like isolation that too because there's like over a thousand small islands in philippine island chain so like there's you have a lot of isolation so all of your folklore is gonna even if it's got the same rotate a lot yeah so that's kind of the best we can get uh from the internet because it's wasn't in any of my books, which weird. So Maha, why don't you ask your grandma? You're you're part of the problem. You yeah, shouldn't you know, have came true. to us. I mean, isn't that like a like a actual job? Like a like a cultural anthropologist would do is just like go around and like interview these people about their stories and yeah. try to like categorize them, catalog them. Yeah. Put it up yeah. on the internet so people have access to it. Oh, uh, the kind of the best so I had the best source that I got for the Filipino Duende was from the com, which we talked about before. Yes. And uh, for the <laughs> Latin American Duende, the best source I had was owlcation.com. Owlcation? Yeah. O-W-L-C-A-T-I-O-N. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm supposed to run this owl sanctuary, but I really just care about Duende. So I took... From their article on the Duende, I took, uh, they had a, at the bottom, questions and answers. So I took the list of their questions and answers from Allocation, and I'm going to read them right now. I'm excited for this, let's go. Alright, question one. How do you get El Duende to stop taking your things? Easy, cut off all your thumbs, he'll get bored. <laughs> Answer. Hide your belongings, it's the best thing to avoid theft. Hide. Also, if this guy with a cigar and a hat asks you where your stuff is, don't tell him anything. He's actually a Duende or a spider monkey. You're in trouble either way. <laughs> question two. Can't... Man, this question is worded very poorly, and it's only five words. That's my favorite kind. Let's I see like if... when you just put all the words in the wrong order. Let's... That's how I try talking for Let's a day. see if you can spot how it's worded poorly. Can the El Duende talk? That was fine. I realize this is entirely an audio show, so I'm making fa- I'm doing I'm doing some of our friends' favorite thing is when I posit a face as an argument. Uh, I just it drives me nuts when people do this. Describe that face in five words or less. Uh, I'm making L the face, <laughs> the face of L disappointment. Can the L disappointment the face? Exactly. I I, I want to win. So, sentence so so the answer to can L Duende talk uh, the the evidence I've gathered never mentioned if El Duende can talk. One can only speculate. I guess that's true. Could be a well, Tom I mean, Jerry thing. the ones no, they played a they played a sad song on their flute. Yeah, maybe they can't talk. No, no they can't. They just don't want to. Question I three: What continent did the El Duende legend come from? 
It's the same person asking this question. Well, See, that one is more acceptable. That one, yeah, you could the the legend of El Duende, but you could the El Duende legend. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That is that's grammatically correct. I'll take it. Answer. The myth supposedly came from Europe, parentheses. However, it really took off in Latin America, North and South. So next question. So what you're saying is they choose whether to be mean or nice. <laughs> you gotta love when a question is actually a statement. Answer. Whether they are mean or nice is based on how people interpret the legend. Some view El Duende as a lesson or warning to kids, while a select few may believe it actually exists. Yeah, you know, being kind, that's free. Think about it. Last question. <laughs> Can costs you nothing. Can it costs it... me effort. Can a child under 12 see El Duende? That is a specific question. There is no definitive evidence or accounts that children under 12 are the only ones that can see them. The eyewitnesses varied in age. Can well, some pretty good questions it from be a hippo? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I want to go back to the, to the guy who just makes it rain blood. Did we do him already? No. Cuts off all your fingers? No, yeah. He bites. He just bites your thumbs off. He doesn't make it rain blood. Oh, okay. Well, this solves my question, or my hippo stance. So hippos have no thumbs, so no. Well, yeah, that's, that's that you one. know. But what about the, I mean, you know, the in one general. The white donkey that grows incessantly? Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely beats a hippo. Uh, but I think, I think it's too, more, it more, be... more of them can't than can. That is correct. So I'm going to go with no, just as a blanket statement. Yeah, on average, I would agree, no. And knowing the prankster one, it would think it'd be this really weird trick to like get mutilated by a hippo you know he could totally was like hey check this out yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna lure some wet goats back to this hippo's house and troll them yeah it lures travelers to think like oh don't worry i totally got this hippo it's like oh, psych we're both dead psych. <laughs> one day <laughs> oh it's a very funny. long con with a very low payoff okay so i totally found a, a photo of this thing yes it's just it's an article on a site called Freaklore, uh, and it's it's titled "Possessed Doll Wanders the Streets of Mexico." Oh, the elfos. Yes, and yeah. the the photo is exactly what you described. <laughs> yeah, I saw a very low res video in like 2006. Someone got their like mom's duende or elfo, and they're uncanny. Got to save it for things we say we will plug. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sharing. I'm sharing, sharing, elfo I'm sharing video. this link. <laughs> so before I'm this guy's face. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, before we get to plug recommendations, I want to thank uh, Mikey Bustos uh, for letting us use part of his song "Filipino Mythical Creatures" rap. You should check out his YouTube channel. Uh, he's got that and a bunch of other pretty funny videos and songs. Yeah, that video is a personal fave of the Fikri Cave. Yeah, we found the we found Filipino mythical creatures rap after we after we did our Mananangal episode, which is still like this. Like I wish we found it before. It would the makeup in this video is it's my fit. I love it. It's I love everything about it. it. Starts with the thing talking about Lemuria too. So yeah, so uh, he, clearly he knows his stuff. Uh, plugmendations. Yes. Uh, well, I, I want to plug uh, the Xbox 360 game Blue Dragon uh, because... Have you finally I, been playing it? Yes. I, I decided to pick up a copy after Christmas. I was like, you know, I like the last time I played it was when it came out in like 2007. 
when I rented it from Blockbuster it, when I worked there. It was one of the only things I wanted a 360 for. It was that EDF and Stubbs the Zombie. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this when it uh, came out, but I like looking at it now, it was uh, directed... I feel bad because I cannot remember his name. I just looked this up. Uh, it was directed by the guy that directed like all the Final Fantasies up to like six. Oh wow! Um, and then it was um, the music is by Nobu Umetsu, uh, Umatsu, and um, the obviously the design, like the visual design, is uh, <laughs> Toriyama. Toriyama. So it's it's like almost a Chrono Trigger sequel, almost. Wow. Um, but the or systems a are cool. different Dragon Quest. It, that's true too like the, the characters visually it looks a lot more like dragon quest than chrono trigger um but uh i don't know i like cross or what it uh, <laughs> never mind never, exactly. never mind any of this <laughs> uh no it was clearly it clearly made an attempt by microsoft because it was like made uh published by microsoft game studios yeah it was definitely an attempt to try to move consoles in japan i don't think it worked i also but... think it was just a because they didn't really have any jrpgs yeah well and they came out with a few after that like uh what like 99 nights yeah uh, i think it's a jrpg uh that might um, be a muso maybe i do i know i know that it's on four discs which is why my guess was was rpg damn it might be i know there's a really but, uh, cool 360 muso that came out that wasn't on anything else well there's one i'm trying to remember what it's called but isn't there one that is it's like norse themed but i think it's an rpg i'll, I'll look into it i'll yeah. look into it um but that's my plug uh blue dragon i've been playing it i actually really like the uh the systems that it has they're fairly unique uh all the characters have standoda so you know cool yeah um do i have uh i'm gonna plug just health and safety for everyone please yes. everyone be careful we recently had a couple people i know uh die from covid and now yeah. like three people i like that i'm close with get it Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, Alan, what's your plug? This is the opposite of health and safety. Uh, legendary <laughs> punk director Dave Markey of many, many things, many great documentaries and films, has a 2008 video. It's a movie that I watched not too long ago called Reenactors, and it focuses on the reenactors of Hollywood in 2008. And yeah, it's a powerful look at a whole other microcosm of hierarchies and its own drama. Superman is the real housewives of hollywood wow he's dead it, it doesn't okay. end well sorry that, that's <laughs> yeah. so he, he, okay. he was in the movie but i just learned that he died and it was pretty there, there's some intense uh you know there's a lot of rivalries he's like you know like i smoke he does drugs i do the white man's pot but uh that's not true because it turns out he became like a tweaker but the video the movie is not a downer it's a it's it's a genuine look into this world that is uh it ends with a marriage jack sparrow marries um not jack sparrow i don't remember the character's name and this this is this is a like a narrative film this isn't like a documentary kind of thing it's a documentary oh really okay yeah but it's interesting it's yeah it's its own whole world wow okay but uh unrelated there's a bunch of people that have tracked down the the anti-semitic elmo in uh times square <laughs> whose name is also adam sandler <laughs> his story is a, is a nightmare <laughs> He uh he had a he ran a porn website called Welcome. I'm not. I don't know. We don't need to hear this. But. I have a secondary plug because I remember <laughs> something else I've been watching. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching the best of compilations of Wally George. Oh <laughs> yes. What yes. is that creature behind you? <laughs> <laughs> that is my bodyguard, and his name is Rolo. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So I'll post some of the be- like the ones I found on our Discord. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, no, I love Wally George. Makes me sad I, that I didn't know about it sooner, and that yeah. I wasn't alive enough, <laughs> alive oh, sooner yeah. to do it. Yep. Yeah, would have been great to go. Oh my god. You saw okay. Up with their Danzig shirts. You mean yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the self appearance by Charles Manson. Him saying that not all men are created equal, and then t- telling the Nazi that he's the one who's inferior. <laughs> Uh, that's such a great clip, and it, it made me so mad. Like, the other guy's just trying to talk over him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, actually has something good to say. Uh, well. Wait a minute, I agree with him. Well, you agree with him, you're a racist dude. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, man. Uh, yes. So. Great, great clips. I think that brings us to the end again, where I have to thank Jan Burton Owen for the use of our theme song, Cryptid Love. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, at Fikri, F-E-A-C-R-E. And remember. All you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. <laughs>